0: It is the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler West, Chris, and our special guest today, Spencer Rattler, Gamecocks quarterback, joining us in studio. Spencer, thank you so much for being a part of the show. How are you doing today? There we go. Got your mic on now. Go ahead.
1: I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having
0: me. Doing good. Very, very excited that you are here. Uh, Of course, Thanks to Nate Adkins, your teammate as well, that joined us from 10 to 11. Got plenty to get into here with uh, Wes and Chris as well, going until 12 o'clock here on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs.
2: Yeah, welcome in, Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Hope everyone is well. Again, Wes Mitchell here, Chris Clark, joined now by Spencer Rattler. Spencer, welcome in, man. I know you said uh, it's been a little while since you've done some live radio, but we're happy to have you. Uh, Everything doing well, though?
1: Yeah, everything's been great. You know, off-season's going well with workouts and uh, throwing sessions and stuff like that. So uh, getting into the routine and just going at it every day.
2: Yeah, so obviously I think that's one thing the fans love to hear about. This time of year, maybe there's not as much access to exactly what you are doing right now. I know you're doing winter workouts. You came straight from, I guess, the facility before you came over here, but... If you can, man, you want to give the fans just a little glimpse. Uh, what does a day look like for you all right now? What does a week look like? Is it working out every day? Um, sort of what What are y'all up to in the facility right now this time of year?
1: Um, so, yeah, we every day, uh, pretty much Monday through Friday, we're working out. Wednesday is our off day, but it's our stretch day. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll get a stretch in on Wednesday. But, yeah, every every day we're getting in in the morning. We got three different groups um, based off position groups and stuff like that. Um, but the strength staff has, has been doing a great job getting us right. And then uh, we'll do our throwing sessions on Wednesday and maybe add an extra day on the weekend or something. So uh, it's definitely going to ramp up a little bit here soon, though. But um, we're looking forward to it.
2: So when y'all do the throwing sessions, is um, it, is that like off a of script? Is that more just sort of um, – is it laid back or is it more like structured as far as what y'all are actually doing out there?
1: Um, it's pretty laid back. But we like to – You know, I like to make sure it's organized and, mm-hmm. and make sure we're getting – I mean, we don't we're not running like our plays yet and everything, but we're just working the route tree, getting getting the feel for guys, hands and routes and timing and just pretty much working every route with with every different uh, receiver running back tight end. So um, the whole group's been out there every time. So it's been great.
2: Yeah, definitely, man. So um, obviously this interview brought to you by uh, Garnet Trust, as always, I appreciate Garnet Trust supporting both the Garnet Trust Hour and this hour with Spencer Rattler here. Um, we may take some questions later on for Spencer if he's cool with that, if you want to hear from the fans. So 803-404-6100 is the number. You can actually text that as well. We'll pick a couple of callers to uh, to ask their questions for Spencer. But um, So, man, you're getting back settled in, obviously. I know Coach Beamer always, it seems like, makes it a point to say, all right, this is a brand-new team. Last year is over. Um, You'll never be in a room with all those guys again. It's a, it's a new squad. You have some guys back. You have some guys being added. What's been the biggest difference for you so far this year? I know this time one year ago, you are the new guy. You're just getting settled in. I think you probably put your head down and went to work. Um, does that allow you to be a little bit more kind of the leader this year compared to one year ago?
1: Definitely. Um, you know, coming in last year, um, I just wanted to – kind of show my leadership through my work ethic, not talk too much because I was a new guy. Um, But definitely now I'm trying to be more of a leader, um, get better at that, uh, keep improving in those areas with with other leaders on our team. we got a good group of leaders, about 15 to 18 guys that we rely on. Uh, They're called our cornerstone captains. Um, So, you know, being one of those guys, you know, just pushing the new guys, helping the new guys, the freshmen, the transfers, and and everything like that, kind of just welcoming them, welcoming, you know, getting them used Mm. to everything. Sorry, I couldn't get that out. But, uh, no, they're doing great. All the transfers, freshmen, um, they're working hard, and you know we're just helping them along the way.
3: Yeah, you mentioned um, cornerstone captains. You guys are losing some guys that played a big role in that regard last year, not only with the team but leadership. Like I'm thinking of uh, Javon Gwynn, Zach Pickens. Mm-hmm. Any guys that you can single out that have really done a good job, older guys like yourself that have really done a good job of getting everybody organized and motivated and, stay- and pulling in the same direction?
1: I definitely say uh, to carry on, uh, Marion Brown, a lot of guys that've been here. Juice is taking a big step in the leadership. Um, you know, Juju at running back, at being a guy that he's been here for a few years now, and you know he's our most experienced running back we got. Um, there's a handful of other guys um, up front as well, and then obviously on the defense. So uh, just seeing us all come together, it's, it's been great.
3: And you mentioned you know some of the freshmen, some of the transfers. We'll get your thoughts on one guy who is not a freshman, but will be in the future, as well. But um, have you had a chance to throw any or get to know Eddie Lewis yet? Transfer? Yes. What? Give a, us some thoughts on him.
1: I like him. I like him. He's a he's an athletic, fast, smart guy. Um, you know, he's got experience in college football at, at a high level, and you know, he, he's getting used to the workouts and the schedule we got. So it's different for him, but he's coming along. He's got good hands, good route runner, and he's a smart guy. So um, he's he's impressed us.
2: Yeah, do you you think having to sort of be a transfer yourself, does that give you a little insight into maybe what these guys are going through as they get here? I mean, he's obviously going to be expected to come in and contribute in some way. Like, yeah, I feel like if you're coming in as a transfer, there's a reason you were recruited. There's a reason you're at South Carolina right now. And um, he's obviously going to be expected to help this receiving core. Um, Does your experience there maybe help you to kind of get them settled in a little bit easier maybe?
1: Most definitely. You know, being a transfer last year, um, you know, being a first-time transfer for, for myself, it uh, was definitely new. Um, but, you know, they made it so easy here. It was like family. Like a couple weeks after I got here, it, we all blended so well. So it's the same thing with these guys, you know, the good guys coming in. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, me being a transfer last year, I definitely have experience with how they feel. So, you know, that helps with the leadership of how, you know, we should lead these guys coming in.
2: And so um, I, I know Eddie's a guy that the fans are kind of – I would say excited about as well. Um, are you sort of seeing what I'm sure Carolina saw on film, explosive guy that can, that can probably make some plays in this offense? Definitely. You
1: know, the coaches know what they, they want. You know, we know what we want. Um, he's he's an explosive guy. He's got experience, and we're excited to actually get to spring ball and see what, see what these guys are about.
2: What, what has your role been on the recruiting side of this thing? I know you've always kind of been dialed into that part and trying to – you know, build this offense around you a little bit. Um, what, what is your role in that? And do you sort of have a particular message you use or is it just, um, you know, share a little bit about your experience with them?
1: Yeah, you know, I just try to do whatever I can to help help the program, really. Um, you know, that was a goal coming here and a lot of our other goals coming here is to, to help this program as much as we can if that's working out hard, pushing guys leading and then obviously recruiting, like you said. So, you know, definitely recruiting as, as a quarterback you want receivers and and new guys coming in to you know be able to trust you and um, You know hear hear what's coming from you being the quarterback So, you know definitely getting into these guys ears and you know letting them know hey We could be special you can come down here and it's the best conference of football you play play against the best competition and you know Obviously they could help our program. So, you know uh, It's a family and we're excited
2: I know uh, Spencer last time we talked to you for the Garner Trust interview you and uh, Dow Loggins I think had gotten to know each other some and I know y'all had talked about your future because that was kind of leading into your decision obviously um now that you have kind of been around each other a little bit longer have you started to get a feel yet for what uh, this offense might look like I, I know it's always sort of going to be a fluid thing as y'all kind of dial into exactly what you want it to be and it can change week to week but um what, what have you sort of learned so far as the two of you sit down and kind of start to dial into what this might be this year?
1: Yeah, you know, everything you know, Coach Loggins has said I, I, I've i loved. And, um, you know, we finally got to meet and just sit down for about an hour and some change the other day because uh, they were all out on the road recruiting for a few mm-hmm. weeks and helping us get these new guys. But, you know, we finally got to s- sit down, go over formations, go over personnel groupings, not, not anything play-oriented yet, but just the base stuff, um, a lot of stuff that – you know, will be new to us, but a lot of stuff we already know, so we'll be able to build off it, and, you know, just him saying to me and other guys, hey, he wants our input on what we like, what we like to do, that's huge for us, so, um, you know, that's a guy we're going to trust all year, and we're excited to get on the field uh, with him, you know, here in a few weeks.
3: Yeah, media will get to see a little bit of practice during the spring, fans will get to see uh, the spring game at a minimum, and so what, from what you've seen, I know you have more to learn about this offense as y'all eventually dive into the playbook, but what should we all expect to see? Um, more tempo, formations different from what we saw last year. What What do you think so far?
1: Uh, definitely more tempo. Um, that's been a, been a big point for us is speeding things up and getting that tempo down because, you know, we all like to play at a high tempo and, and get things going and, and hopefully score a lot of points, so, you know, everything we've talked about is just efficiency, tempo, you know, making things clear, making things easy and not easy, but making, making things clear and just letting us go out there and play. But like you said, we haven't really do- dove deep into it yet, but we will hear very soon. How do you think y'all get the plays in next year? Like last
3: year it was a, it was a mix, right? Like y'all had, um, signals, you had
1: huddle, you had wristband. Yep. What do you have? You, do you know yet? Um, I think we'll signal a lot of this stuff in. I don't think we'll need a wristband, um, yeah, honestly, I think we're just signaling stuff in, um, but who knows? We might use a wristband. I, I don't really care for the wristband. You know, I, I don't think we're gonna huddle every single play. Yeah, you know, but I'm not trying to spill our tea over here. But I don't think it's a, I don't think we'll be huddling every single play. But um, we'll definitely have that pro style type of feel um, with the play calls and stuff like that. But I feel like we'll also have some freedom with tempo and, and stuff like that. Why is a quarterback do you
3: like playing faster? I mean, you've said that. And I get it to a degree, but, like, take a sense like, why is it better for you? Why are you more comfortable
1: with that? For me, I feel like you could just play free. Um, When you know what you're doing and you're going fast, it it gives you you the upper hand, the offense the upper hand, because the defense can't get set up um, as quick as they want to or they get, you know, tired out or Mm -hmm. more tired. Um, You know, they can't bring those blitzes as much as if you're going tempo. So um, I feel like tempo, you just play free, get in that flow state almost, and you just start rolling. And, um, you know, it's, it's just fun playing tempo.
3: Give us your thoughts on some – so the tight end room cleared out. I know you just saw Nate leaving. He was kind of the last the last of them in the tight end room, but he's gone too. So whole new group coming in this year, but some really interesting guys. Trey Knox, Simon – I mean, Elksness. Give us your thoughts. Have you seen any of those guys yet? Have you seen them on film? What are your thoughts on
1: them? Yes. No, we've, we've thrown with all the guys. Uh, got Trey Knox, Josh, Nick, um, the freshman coming in, and then mm-hmm. obviously Harbor. I guess he'll be like a tight end receiver type type of guy, too. So our tight end room is very deep. You know, a lot of big guys, athletic guys. Um, Trey Knox is very impressive. Josh is, too. Um, got to see a little bit of Nick from Florida, and then uh, the young guys are coming along. But you could just tell Trey and Josh got got that experience, um, you know, from where they've played. And obviously their film is great, and, and you know, they succeeded where, where they were, and they're just going to help us even more. They're going to be, you know, just hopefully mismatches across the field with those big guys. So. Just put it up to him. They gotta go make a play. <laughs> are Are you gonna miss Nate though? Yes. I mean, you, you, Nate Nate could do it all. You know, when Nate was in the backfield, you're super comfortable knowing he's gonna pick up any protection. Mm. You know, he, I, I'm not gonna speak for Nate, but I don't think he knew all the protections and stuff. He just knew, hey, there's a free guy there, and he block him. <laughs> and he would stand right, in, he'd stand right in front of him and block him, and, and we'd get the ball off, and then you could throw it to him. You can run it with him. This dude, he was he was the all around. Uh, fullback, tight end, running back, whatever you want to call him. but He was a great player. Yeah, we, we've been joking with all the COVID years and
2: injury years and all that. Yeah. Like, if, if we can find Nate just another year laying around, maybe get him back for we one We could probably more. get Nate for another year with all <laughs> yeah. these
1: rules, you know, just yeah, popping can, guys in for an extra year.
2: Convince him for an extra one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting sort of, I would say, tweak for y'all down the stretch was that move to put Nate in the backfield. I don't know if that had been in and we just hadn't seen it, but it felt like, maybe the last three or four games passing situations it was let's not reinvent this thing let's just put Nate basically as, almost as a running back and let him be your personal protector almost yep. um where where did that come from I guess whose idea was that and and what did you think of that man
1: well, I think we were running low on running backs I know Marshawn <laughs> was 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 dinged up um uh Juju is obviously not an every down blocking back you know he could definitely block he's works his butt off and to protect back there but obviously you know he's not the biggest guy mm-hmm. um, you know going down the road we're playing those big teams and we just needed a big bulky guy back there like Nate and um, you know he's the thing about him he's super smart that's that's what um you know why we put him back there he's super smart and we knew we sh- he showed it in practice that he could do it in the backfield so we just kind of added it in there and that was our dog personnel we'd call and mm-hmm. um, he'd be back there blocking
0: all right, going to run into our first timeout, out can come back on the other side and continue our conversation with Gamecock quarterback Spencer Rattler here on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
4: That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or
1: 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler West, Chris, and our special guest today, Gamecocks quarterback Spencer Rattler, along with you. Going to get back to our conversation in just a second, but this show is not possible without our friends over at Firehouse Subs, and that is, today is Tuesday, and that means there's a Firehouse Subs sub of the day waiting for you today.
3: Tuesday is Turkey Bacon Ranch. You can get it at any of the 14 Midlands Firehouse Subs locations. There's one right down the road here on Main Street. Go to firehousesubs.com, order the Rapid Rescue, use the Firehouse Subs app, and join the rewards program. Uh, Turkey Bacon Ranch, $5.99 for a small, $7.99 for a medium, and... We are all very lucky because there is a literally a huge platter of Firehouse Subs sitting outside the studio. Wes and Spencer and myself are going to go enjoy that here in just a few minutes. But we do have Spencer here in studio uh, with us. If you've got questions for him, get him in on the Firehouse Subs text line, 803-404-6100. We'll try to get to some of those. You mentioned Nicholas Harbor, so that's where I want to go next. I know you were involved in, you know, helping recruit him a little bit. Y'all had some conversations. First of all, that guy as an athlete is like he was made in a factory. Yeah. Have you seen anything like him, like a six five, two thirty that can run, I don't know, ten three?
1: I haven't. I mean, that's <laughs> very impressive. You know, uh when he visited here, uh, this was I feel like last last year, sometime early on last year, on one of those uh recruit days out mm-hmm. on the field. Um I didn't know. I I knew who he was from online. Like I saw this dude run track and everything, and then I met him, and I didn't know that was him. So I was like, "Oh, okay, wow, okay, that's very impressive." He's six five, two thirty, running, you know, whatever, whatever he was running ten two, ten three, but uh, just a weapon. I mean, watching his tape, watching his track film, it's just you have never seen anybody that big, that fast, um, you know. So we had to had to go get somebody like that that can do do that type of stuff. And you know, like you said, uh, I tried my best to recruit him and a lot of other coaches and players and you know, it worked out. Were, were you, uh, were you sort of paying attention on Wednesday?
2: Were you talking to him on Wednesday? I know uh, it felt like he was kind of South Carolina all the way. Oregon made their push like kind of Tuesday night into Wednesday morning.
1: Uh, were you involved sort of leading up to the announcement? Um, a couple weeks before his commitment, I'd say two to three weeks before, I think I had an interview with you guys. I told you, um, you know, he, we, I, me and him were DMing back and forth and, uh, you know, obviously, I told him I was coming back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really what he said he was waiting for. He's like, I just wanted to make sure you were coming back, and um, he said he was locked in. So that was uh, prior to his signing day, a couple of weeks before. And then, you know, the Oregon talk came in, and you know, we thought, hey, he might go here, he might go there. But you know, uh, we we all had a pretty good feeling that he wanted to be here. And uh, signing day came, and and he made the announcement. So um, we're all fired up to to get him down here and give him the work. You ever ran a hundred back in the day? <laughs> Never. Not a track guy. We
2: not going to try it. What do you what do you think you put down? I have no idea. Probably like 12. <laughs> 11 something. Yeah, he's uh yeah, like you say, he's a 10 which I think is like definitely one of if not the fastest. I think the the, fa- the
1: fastest dude I've seen was Keely Ringo from cuz he's from Arizona as well. Oh, okay, he yeah. broke he broke like the 100 record in Arizona. It was like 103 or 102. So that was the fastest dude I've seen. I think Harbors even faster. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's 664 in the 60 um, mm. in
3: January. He's 20.79 in the 200. I do think, now, here, controversial take. Okay, give me your opinion. You're going to have to call out one of your teammates. We love to do this. Put uh-huh. y'all on the spot. <laughs> Nicholas Harbour versus AB mm-hmm. in the 40, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not as much long speed, yeah. which Harbour has. Yeah. Who
1: you got? Ooh, AB, he's fast, he's twitchy. Um, He's four three like I might take n- like it's no problem. AB, yeah, AB's a B, yeah, A B is a four three guy. In the forty, I might take A B, but anything past that, I feel like that <laughs> stride with Harbor will catch up. But even Wori's fast too. He he could get up too. So I definitely wanna see A B, Nick, and uh the other you know, Harbor race. So that'll be that'll be something. Something cool to see. We, yeah, we need to make that happen. I'll, I'll be on the side watching. <laughs> yeah. I, I will not be running. Yeah, you can judge it
2: at the end. Yes, you can be I, the one. I will to be the
1: Yes, I'll be the judge.
2: Claim the, the winner there, man. <laughs> uh, in, in all seriousness, uh, what does that do for an offense? I keep thinking about just having this guy to take the top off of defense. And the fact that uh, if you're a defense coordinator, you have to sort of account for his long speed at any given time if he's lined up on the outside. Um, what do you think that could potentially do for y'all when Coach Loggins is putting together this game plan, knowing he's got this weapon that can just outrun anybody, basically?
1: Yeah, the great thing is, you know, he won't be the only weapon. So we'll have, you know, wherever he'll be at, outside, tight end, no matter where, they're going to have to focus on him, obviously, with his speed. And you got Juice, you got Xavier Leggett, you got Trey Knox, you got DK, AB. You got yeah. so many different pieces, Eddie Lewis and, and other guys we got coming in. Um, so it's going to be. It's going to be interesting because we're going to have a lot of weapons and you know, hopefully they don't all get on my butt because I'm not getting them all the ball all the time. But, um, no, it, it, it's going to be fun. You know, there will be a lot of stuff we can draw up with, with the guys we have and, and it will be exciting.
3: Xavier Leggett is a guy, like Wes and I always talk about this, keep waiting on him to have like that year, mm-hmm. that big year. And he's shown flashes, um, the catch in the bowl game. Yep. That was crazy. Yep. We'll, we'll get, we're will we going to go into some of the catches and throws this year for sure. Um. A kick return against A and M, but like, do you think this could be the year that he takes like that step to to become a big time guy?
1: Definitely, I think him and a lot of other guys. This is this could be the year, you know, mm-hmm. for all of us. We want it to be the year. Um, but you, you know, especially Xavier. You know, he wasn't as much as a weapon early on in the season last year on the offensive side. He was one of our best special teams guys all year, and you know, he always kept a positive attitude. That's something about Zay that. Um, He's always positive. He's always working hard no matter no matter where he's where he's at on the depth chart Or what he's doing on the field But obviously now he's one of our top guys as you saw him go throughout the year big big big-time plays in big-time games And he was a big key of that So and he's another guy you can move around and hand him the ball off or pitch the ball to him or get him on a quick screen So he's another guy. That's he's one of the fastest on the team, too That's what people don't realize. I think you saw it on the kick return running with one shoe on But uh, (laughs) he's a super athlete as well
3: when you saw, so let's go ahead and dive into that one, but there's a bunch of plays from past year to go over, but that throw in the bowl game, what did you see
1: on that? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what the play was called. I forgot what we ran. I just remember I started my eyes right, you know, stepped up. I was going to almost run it um, and tuck it and, and run, but then I saw Zay throw his hand up in the left um, corner, and I just got it out. Um, you know, and honestly, I could have thrown a better ball, but it ended up in a good spot. And I still, to this day, don't know how he got his toe in. Um, it was, was as close as possible. One of the craziest catches <laughs> I've seen. It was beautiful. Um, it was a big-time play for us. And you know, hope- I wish we could have closed that one out, but you know, that was a fun game. And a big-time play is made in that
3: game. Well, we'll give you a little bit of grace on the ball. I think you threw it about 60 yards <laughs> in the air, like across the field, yeah. on the run. While getting hit, I think. While about, getting hit. About to get hit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, that's what we work That's what we work on, man. You know, we've been working that for a long time and, you know, just man, make plays when they need to be made, all of us. And his foot was
2: down. Like, it wasn't even <laughs> – the crazy thing was it wasn't, like, controversial when they zoomed in. He was in. He yeah. was in somehow. Yep. Uh, I think the thing – every time I see Xavier, I'm like, this dude is way bigger than you think. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think fans, if they saw this guy up close – About like,
1: 225, 6'2". So he, and he's running probably 21, 22 miles an hour. He's he's, he's another gifted player as well.
2: Yeah, if he can put it all together this year, obviously be another great weapon for you all. Uh, Tyler, are we closing in on a break? Because I tell you what, I want to find out on the other side. We've been asking your teammates for their starting five basketball. Okay. And so we're going to tease that. Be thinking about that. Who's your starting five? And uh, I guess, Tyler, we can – Give him a second to think about that, and we'll hit it on the other side.
0: Yeah, we'll go ahead and run into a break, come back, and continue that conversation on the other side. I'm trying to think back. Did Boogie Huntley have Spencer in his starting five when you asked him this question the other week?
2: I'm afraid to say I don't
0: think he did. I don't think he did, so we we might have to exclude him from his starting five then.
1: A bit of payback think, there. I don't think any of the guys have seen me hoop yet. Okay, oh, not exactly. in person. Okay. You haven't been able but to prove go, it to him. You can him go yet. to YouTube though. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> That's All right. What I always he, pull up. He, he's got the receipts. He's ready yes. to go.
0: All right, heading to another timeout. Come back and continue this conversation. Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs on 107.5 The Game. One two three four.
1: Twenty.
0: Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, 107.5 The Game, Tyler, Wes, Chris, along with you, special guest Gamecock's quarterback, Spencer Rattler, and uh, Wes teased it on the other side of the break. The most important question I think we have to ask Spencer today involves who his starting five would be if he got out there hooping on the court.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear the answer. We have asked uh, pretty much all of Spencer's teammates that we've had on about this as well. By the way, this segment brought to you by our friends at Integrated Media. If you need a new TV, need some surround sound at your house, pretty much anything involving audio, visual, our friends at Integrated Media will take care of you. IntegratedMediaInc.com. Spencer has been thinking on this. I think he had probably four of the five pretty locked in. He was thinking on the fifth. Um, Yeah, Boogie put together his five. I think there's a little carryover from what you were just telling me in the break. But, uh, Spencer, tell the people who you're hooping with.
1: Okay, so I'll start with myself at the one or two guard. Um, I put Xavier Leggett in there. I saw his hoop film, uh, and he was dunking on everybody. So I'll put him in there. He's athletic. I heard TJ Sanders could play. He could be a big. Tonka Hemingway, I could see him as a big with, like, some finesse. He could shoot it, dribble it, probably do it all, footwork good. And then the fifth, uh, we could probably throw another guard in there. I can't think of any small guys that can hoop on our team, but I'd throw – kyleek or maybe boogie in there okay Um, kyleek probably you could just throw lobs to him so he can just go up and dunk it um another big um but yeah i'd have me and zay a guard and we'd have three bigs and we'd be good
2: are y'all are y'all are you pretty confident this five can beat any other
1: five (laughs) on the team oh yeah (laughs) yeah no doubt no doubt I've
3: i've seen i've seen your film in high school yeah you got stay champion i like yeah no biggie yeah. i mean you're you're dishing it out too i like i like the pass first like you know mentality that makes sense your quarterback yeah,
1: i mean i was i was a, i feel like i was the score first guy were you when i was playing basketball i stopped playing my junior year but now i played with uh i'm sure a lot of people listening will know nico manion he was a big time mm-hmm. high school recruit went to the warriors uh, one of my boys i grew up with and he's overseas in italy playing right now uh pro so we 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 had some guys. Everybody else is playing D one ball somewhere, um, but no, I miss basketball. That was one of my first loves for sure. T J Sanders, I think, has been on everybody's team. Wes probably I, he was he was good in high school. He was really good. I got to get out there and play with these guys because they they'll play. I think once every two weeks or something, uh, and and I just haven't got out to play yet. I need I need to get out there and show them what I got. You know? But Bo- Boogie's team was kind of scary though. Really, I got
3: yeah, it was a bunch of big dudes. Big dudes. He had Nick
1: Barrett out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm putting Nick Barrett in the middle, hey. and, and that's it. Sometimes all you need is that size <laughs> in basketball, and you're, you're good, man. A couple shooters, you'll be good. I think it was an
2: all-big-man team. <laughs> those D-line guys stick together. <laughs> the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> <He> definitely. definitely. <laughs> and, Ta- man, you mentioned Taco on your team. Um, how about this guy, though? Like, special teams, making plays. Uh, y'all had him in at tight end, I think, in the bowl game. Yep. The all tight, the all tight or the all D line package. You all had what TJ out there, TJ,
1: Birch and uh,
2: Tonka. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But what, what do you see from, from a guy like Tonka seems to just kind of just go about his business, get, get his job done, but has been so versatile for Mm y'all.
1: Definitely, you know, goes about his business, not too vocal, but a leader Mm -hmm. in the way he works. And uh, he's always got his head down working, not complaining, just, just balling and uh, very smart player, very, um, you know, sound and great technique and. Very heads-up guy. Can make a lot of plays in the backfield, and he's a great D-lineman for us.
2: Yeah, guy, he played football, baseball, and basketball in high school. See, that's so. how you can tell, though. He's an athlete. Yeah. You three, play all, you three play sport all sports guy.
1: coming up, man. You, you're going to be good at one of
2: them. Yeah, and, and I think he was good at about all three. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he could hit the ball into the treetops <laughs> uh, at Conway High. But, mm. yeah, Tonka been a big guy for you guys. Uh, we were talking during the break. Super Bowl coming up. Yep. I know you'll be watching. Um, What, what do you think about the game? Have you... Have you given any thought to, to how this is going to play out?
1: You know, I think it's going to be a really great game. Um, you know, it's cool how it's the first uh, Super Bowl where it's two black quarterbacks mm-hmm. facing each other with Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. So, um, you know, I got much respect for Mahomes, and he's, you know, he's amazing. You know, best in the league. But I, I kind of want to see Jalen pull this one out because that's that's my guy. You know, I texted him the other day and said, "Hey, go get your ring, man. It's already written." and You know he hit me back so we stay in contact throughout the year which is pretty cool so uh definitely want to see him succeed you know knowing what he's gone through and you know being 16 or 17 and one this year uh, it's Mm -hmm. super impressive and i want to see him go out there and win one
2: do do you take any i don't know play style cues from those guys i mean there there are some similarities that this sort of off-platform throws stuff Uh, what do you
1: take from both those guys um you know i've definitely been studying and trying to um do what Mahomes has done for a long time now. I feel like, um, you know, I got to see his tape at Tech. Obviously, when I was, you know, at my last school, saw a lot of his tape at Texas Tech. And then uh, seeing what he's done in the league, um, it's just so impressive being one of the first guys to really do the off-balance throws and and make it cool, but also make it real to where you could actually do this in a game. And and he's doing it every game. Um, So just his... Competition, his fire he plays with and his swag. I like how he plays. And then obviously getting to play with Jalen Hurts and, and mm. seeing just how he leads and how he works, you know, that, that's helped me a lot. And, you know, obviously seeing how he can be such a dynamic player running the ball as well, you know, that's something I want to um, do a little more, you know, this upcoming season.
3: You mentioned in Jalen made me think of this. So one of the new guys, uh, obviously it's going to be your show next year, at quarterback, but some young guys with talent in, in your room, Lenoris Sellers. Have you had a chance to you know, see any of him or did you,
1: st- did you see his high school tape any? Um, what, do, what are your thoughts on him as a young player? Um, I haven't seen any of his tape, but, you know, I work out with him every day. He's a very, very great kid. Um, he works hard, um, asks for advice, asks for help, and he's got a big arm, big kid. I think I think he's about 6'3", 2, 225, something like that. So, you know, athletic, big arm, um, and, you know, we'll definitely bring him along and obviously compete, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. So,
3: here's something I wanted to make sure that we asked you before you leave. I'm always bringing up to Wes how um, some of the throws that you make. Like, a lot of times, I'm trying to figure out how to say this in a non-weird way, but, like, you see all these (laughs) huge guys, Josh Allen. Like, a lot of these dudes with big arms are just, like, giants, right? And you're not. Mm -hmm. You know, you – how did you – like, your throwing motion, your mechanics, and the arm strength, like, where does that come from? Where, do, you know, where did you get that from?
1: I mean, I, I guess you could say it's God-given. Um, God blessed me with the talent to throw the ball. Um, you know, played baseball coming up, pitched a little bit, um, but I've obviously been playing quarterback since I was seven years old. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to play receiver at first, but my dad said, he was one of our coaches, he said, who's going to throw the ball? So, <laughs> you know, that's when it started. Seven years old, been playing quarterback ever since, and... um yeah, it's just I, – I don't think it's how big you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just your mechanics, your hips, and how, how you fire that ball out and, um, you know, what angles you could throw it from and, and all types of stuff like that. But, yeah, just, you know, blessed, honestly. Did, did you ever play any shortstop growing yep. up? Definitely,
2: yep. <laughs> is there carryover from – it seems like the modern quarterback, what I mean by that is the whole off-platform Arm thing. Arm angle, yeah. Arm, yep. There's a lot of carryover, it looks like, mechanics-wise from a shortstop – sort of the way they flip their hips and the way you bring the ball from different angles.
1: Uh, is that carryover? I think that definitely helps, you know, growing up playing different sports, even basketball with your footwork and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, how to make guys miss outside of the pocket. Basketball helped me with that. Um, baseball, I guess you could say, helped with arm angles. Um, I mean, you could see Mahomes. He he was a big-time baseball guy, and you he, he's got that baseball-type release, and he could release it from any angle. Um, um, yeah, but I, I say all sports help each other, you know, growing up and playing them, so, yeah. Yeah. Did you have a uh, favorite throw this year that you made? Favorite throw this year, um, I would say, I would say my favorite throw was the deep ball to Juice on the corner against Clemson. Um, that was, that was the one we rolled out right, and uh, they took away the the ten yard out the sail route from AB corner came down and threw it over top right over the safety's head, and Juice made a great catch and great finish. That was one of my favorite throws, I'd say.
2: That, that was a design role?
1: Design role, yes. Yeah.
2: Did you have like a landmark base that you're trying to get to on that? Um, or like, yeah, you could either keep it on the run or shut it down.
1: Uh, uh, I just Nobody was in my vicinity, so I shut it down and try to yeah. get my feet under me and just let it go. That, you carried him like... Carried him a little higher to, to keep him away.
2: Yeah, to the end zone as well. I think that was a maybe an underrated part of that throw. If the ball's over here, shorter... He makes the catch, mm-hmm. but maybe he doesn't score. He gets tackled or goes out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, were you thinking as you threw it, like, get him try to angled. get, it,
1: Try to get him vertical so he can stay in bounds. And, you know, he, he's great at tracking the ball. So he just caught it over his shoulder. And I think the guy tried to make an arm tackle, and just going to run through those, you know, being a physical guy, he is. What would you think of Nate's catch in that game, the one-handed stab? <laughs> great catch. I mean, I it was great protection. I stepped up, trusted the protection. And uh, Nate was, I think there was a linebacker under him, so I'd said, hey, let me just put it up high for him. And uh didn't know he was gonna catch with one hand. Never seen him never seen him make any catches like that. That was really the game we were like, Okay, like, this dude is just Superman this game. So, um he made a great catch and obviously that started, you know, his uh he got a little clout off that for sure. He was on Moss, Randy Moss thing. That was cool. Yeah, he was just signing some photos of it
3: out I'm there. Telling you man, Nate. he um he told me, and we asked him his perspective on that play. first of all, he said he didn't even think he was supposed to be in on that play.
1: he Jaheem was supposed to be in on that play, but Jaheim was was dinged up um because I't think on that play we we had like a matchup with the linebacker, and it was supposed to be Jaheem a fast tight end who could run by him, but Nate was in, and you know he he ran over there and <laughs> he made it work. <laughs> he made it work, <laughs> so that's another positive about Nate. he'll always find a way Hey, if he doesn't catch that ball, the game maybe goes
2: different yeah I think
1: it was 14-0 at that time and that definitely gave us some momentum I think we went down and scored so that was big turning point man Mm -hmm. Um, the uh,
2: I I guess we got to hit one more yeah we're going to our
0: last timeout. come back on the other side and uh, wrap up this great hour you're listening to the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs Tyler West Chris and Spencer Rattler along with you here on 107.5
4: the game it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
0: Tyler, West, Chris, and Gamecocks quarterback Spencer Rattler with you for a few more minutes. Wrapping up today's episode, got a ton of text on the Firehouse Subs text line, 803-404-6100 with questions for Spencer. I'll start with Billy from Blythewood. He wants to know, Spencer, from your perspective, what was it like down on the field after that Tennessee win?
1: It was amazing. Um, I've never been a part of a field being stormed after a game, so that was a great feeling, you know, knowing that um, we beat a top five team like that. Um, uh, they were the number one team, I think a week or two before we played them. So it was huge for our program and, uh, everybody was excited and it was, it was a great win.
0: And coming off of that again, you had the the tough game against Florida just before that. Like what was the atmosphere in the locker room? How was everybody feeling going into again, taking on one of the top teams in the nation at Tennessee at home in that next contest.
1: Yeah. Our mindset was just to cut it loose, play like we know how to play and play free. And, uh, get our get the ball to our playmakers, and that's what we did.
0: I believe we have some questions coming from y'all's live feed as well.
1: Yep, we got some questions actually from
3: Gamecock Central's Insiders Forum, uh, which I'm going to ask Spencer one of those. A bunch of submissions for Spencer. Real quick, though, I want to tell you a little bit about State Farm's Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Dynamic new features like interactive maps and driving tips. You can earn up to 30% if you just download the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. You can give Amy Mason Cup State Farm a call today at 803-772-5554 or visit her website, amymasoncup, M-A-S-I-N-C-U-P-P dot com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Spencer, one of the questions from Wild Bunch 2 on the Insiders Forum, how motivating is it to know that what you do this coming season is going to have a massive impact on the next five years of your life? It's like it's, all right there in front of you so I guess he's asking just you know obviously this season you can enhance your draft stock even more and really you know set up your future
1: mm-hmm. what is that feeling like um, for me it, it, it's not about myself you know I think if as a team we could have the success we want to have as a group everything else will take care of itself for personal goals for everybody on the team coaches players staff everything so our, our focus right now my focus right now is just use this time in this off season to get our bodies right, get our minds right. You know, when we dive into this playbook and, you know, do spring ball, fall camp, summer workouts, that's – it's all steps. So we're just checking boxes off, and when we get to the season, we get there. But we definitely have big goals that we want to reach, so the work's got to start now. Hit another one here from uh, Texas Cox. Um,
2: what is the – what are you most excited about uh, for this upcoming season,
1: Spencer? And is there anything in particular you're most working on improving? the most the thing I'm most excited about is just having another year um with these guys with coach beamer um just playing um it's it's just this this past season I feel like flew by so fast and Mm -hmm. you know this season will come up fast as well um so I'm just excited to get back out there on the field and compete um and then what was the second part of the question uh what are you focused on as far as just improving your game the most uh for me I would just say the mental side just keep working um protections and and little things like that that make the game easier and then i just want to improve everything body mind um you know me being able to run the ball and and just being more dynamic so um starting that now and just gonna keep grinding off the
2: field question here um you're from arizona Mm -hmm. what heat is worse that columbia (laughs) humidity heat or the dry heat they say in arizona the columbia
1: heat i mean (laughs) just the humidity it's so thick so sticky and uh it's hard to breathe in those workouts when Coach Day's got us running twenty hundred yard <laughs> gassers. So um, definitely the Columbia Heat.
2: What, what is the toughest thing
1: that Coach Day
2: has ever asked you guys to do? Does hmm. anything just come to mind, or are they just all tough?
1: Okay, so last spring we had this thing called the Grit Night. You guys probably saw a video of it. Yes, yes. And so th- this was one of the hardest things. Another, we do these Grit Night things. I think it'll start here in a week or two. But so we all, it's a team competition. It's like offense versus defense, this group versus that group. So, I mean, last spring they had me going against Donovan Westmoreland, a linebacker, and he was killing me in the sleds because we got to push 400-pound sleds about 100 yards. That was really hard. And then grit night was just an hour or two hours, literally in the middle of nowhere, down here in South Carolina somewhere at this gun range. And it was about 2,000 yards. We're going from running 400 yards from station to station, running, picking up 100-pound med balls, doing this and that, jumping over eight-foot walls. It was boot camp. And I was just like, man, what are we doing out here? <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was more, it was, the meaning was, hey, we got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So we're going to a different location to do this hard workout. And at the end, we'll learn a lot about ourselves. And it was, I think it was positive.
2: Did, did y'all know what was in store for you as they were
1: busting you out there? I think we had a, uh, like a PowerPoint before we left the day before <laughs> to get our minds right. Hey, this is what we got, fellas. And, uh, you know, everybody's in there like, man, what what, what is going on? So, but... It, it it was it was a good time uh definitely grueling work but made us closer one more question on here
2: if we have time tyler um let's see what's your favorite spot i guess we're going to give away an ad here what's your <laughs> where is your favorite spot around town is there any is there any meal that you've um or do you uh, are you more just sort of to yourself maybe you cook up your own stuff now that the uh, nutritionist got you yeah right. rec-
1: recently i've been um what you've been cooking up I-, I live with my girl so we've been cooking up some things you know throughout the day at night that's what i've been we haven't really been going out to eat like that um, mm-hmm. i've been to two good mexican spots out here okay it's one's real mexicano i feel i think that's the name real mexicano something like that very good food these BDA tacos they were they were really good and then we went to another mexican place that was really good but there's a lot of different food out here i'll, I'll have a updated answer for you the next next, interview next time. We have. Uh, yeah. what, what
2: do y'all cook at the house uh
1: chicken steak yeah. you know rice just basic stuff nothing crazy
2: all right
0: and unfortunately we're out of time that hour uh, certainly flew by but we certainly thank you for joining us you're really good at this by the way you're you know some people we get behind the microphone they just like <laughs> give one word answers and that's not very fun radio but you're you're pretty good at this well,
1: i appreciate it i appreciate
0: it so uh, best of luck this upcoming season hopefully we can talk to you more before the uh, season comes up but uh thank you for joining us and that'll do it for today's edition of the Gamecock central takeover hour presented by firehouse subs if you did miss any of this show you can find it on our podcast page at 1075 thegamecom we'll be back tomorrow me wes and chris with you on 1075 the game